Welcome to the Eclectic Gamers Podcast. Today is Saturday, <laughs> March 5th. This is episode 162, and my name is Tony. I'm Dennis. Why are we so why are we so early? Because reasons. It's my fault. I was like, can we record Saturday? And Tony's like, yeah. That's my impression of you. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 Whatever you want. So, yeah. I'm cool, bro. Yeah. Whatever you want, man. Let's go. Saturday, so, Sunday, Friday. I don't care. So, listeners need an update. So, what have you been doing? And don't say SnowRunner. I have been playing Rogue Tower. <gasps> oh. Rogue Tower dun, dun, dun. is a roguelike oh. tower defense game. I was close. And uh, it, it's enjoyable. It has flaws. It's Most got, roguelites do. Right. It, it, I, I mean, at this, this point, I've gone through, I've played enough of it that I've unlocked all of the uh, purchasable unlocks. So all I'm really doing at this point is doing um, achievement hunting. Okay. Uh, but it's fun because the maps are generated. Each one is different. You add a tile. To start a, to start a wave, you add a tile that has shapes on it or has the, the terrain on it. But you choose where the tile, you can choose where the tile starts at. So you get to build it out and stretch things and turn things to make the routes longer or shorter. And they branch and you move, change the branches. Uh, you add tiles to the branches to make each individual branch longer. And, and it, it's fun. It's fun. The, my biggest problem with it is I've got a strategy that I, I would call 75 to 80% effective. With a pretty much any turret combination that I have. The problem is that there's no way to, you know, most tower defense games, there's like a fast button, which speeds everything up. Right, yeah. This game doesn't have it. Oh. So to get through all 45 levels and beat the game with my strategy, which seems to work most of the time, takes like two hours. Whoa. So that's long for tower defense. I have been not playing it as much. I did. I played a whole bunch at first, uh, and then after I got the strategy figured out and got some like some a bunch of the achievements unlocked, I've gone back and been doing other games and uh, hunting around for other stuff. So, okay. Good. Well, something new. It's something new. It wasn't work. It wasn't, wasn't snow runner. Wasn't snow runner. I mean, I've still played some no, snow we, runner. So no, we can't talk about but. That. Not nearly as much because, like I said, Rogue Tower took up most of my mm. time for the last week or so, really. Okay. A little over a week. Well, I sadly would be completely repetitive because I'm still doing Yakuza. I am in the finale chapter. That's the number. The number is finale. So I must I must be close. So maybe by next episode, I'll be done with that. And then I did get a Godzilla pinball machine. So that arrived on Thursday. And you played it. I played it. It's much like you would probably remember Godzilla yep. being. It's Godzilla. It's awesome. That's my Godzilla roar. It's an awesome game. You and you, you got you got the premium. Yes. So that's the first premium I've ever had it, uh, it's, new or it's used. Or very any. with Godzilla. Honestly, I think it's. I think the premium's better. Well, you know, we played both at Expo. Right. Um, actually, we played the LE too, and it was like uh, the toys are so cool in the. In the premium, but the thing is with the building and it changes the levels, it changes all the ball pathing. So it feels mm-hmm. like there's a, it just feels like there's a lot more variety in the shots because of the feeds. 
So, anyway. Yeah, it feels like, to me, Godzilla, I think, is the first stern game I can think of or remember that I feel like the premium is, like, very important to have over a pro. Uh-huh. And so, uh, Super Orbit's out, actually. Uh, bye I, bye Super yeah, Orbit. Yeah, the, the person buying it actually already uh, gave me the money. Uh, that will be officially leaving the house probably on Tuesday. And so I'll be back at the seven games again and, uh, won't, won't reveal anything yet, but I've got another game, I think, in the works. A much older game than Godzilla, but. Uh, a 1936. Not something that old. old, but. You get Night Rider. I may need to, I may need to clear even more room. I haven't decided exactly what to get rid of next. I got plenty of stuff I've owned for years, though, that could go on. Star Trek. I, you know, I could do Star Trek. I don't know. You know, because the thing is with Godzilla and Walking Dead and Star Trek, I'm just under half the collection stern now. And that's a little imbalanced. It is. But Star Trek, Walking Dead and Godzilla are just such good games. And they're, I mean, they were all different designers. They all had different people on software. Lonnie Ropp is primarily responsible for Star Trek. Dwight Sullivan helped a bit. Uh, Lyman Sheets did Walking Dead, and then Keith Elwin's really responsible for the rule set that's in his Godzilla design. Rick right. Nagel's the the chief coder for it. So yeah, so they do feel different, which is what you know I like because I only have so much room in that game room that I like the games to feel different. It's kind right. of where I've been at for a number of years now with the collection. So, but yeah, we'll see. We'll just have to wait and see. Now, we have a ton of stuff to go over. A Nothing's ton, happened. A ton. Now, before I, we, I have an email that I do want to go, go into, but I, I do think we should go ahead and open with right after we wrapped up our last episode, we found out that Barry Osler, famed pinball designer, had passed away from bone cancer. Apparently, right. he'd been fighting bone cancer for a really long time. I wasn't aware of that, but a lot yeah. of people were. I'd heard in the past that he was fighting cancer. I didn't know what it was, but I heard that in the past. And so I have a link in the show notes to a pinball news article. If anyone's interested in reading more about Barry and his career, he didn't have a lot in the way of games out recently on IPDB, the internet pinball database. His last credited game is junkyard from the nineties, but he had been working on so many things that just didn't see fruition. He had most right. been with deep root where he had been doing design food truck, I believe was his game. But obviously nothing came out of Deep Root, so we didn't see that. Well, I th- there's an auction coming out he of had, Deep Root. <laughs> uh, he had some designs with uh, Highway. In fact, I, I believe I read that uh, ideally he should probably get credit for Pinball Brothers' uh, Queen license. That that layout was his. Uh, and from, by all accounts, it looks like it still remains primarily his. Right. So there's that. And then we had noted, I believe we had noted, he had only like a couple weeks before his passing been picked up by American Pinball. So it's just, it was very sudden. Uh, I do also have a link to a GoFundMe that was set up for uh, Barry Osler uh, as a memorial fund. So if people are interested in contributing to that, you could go ahead and, and click there. And so just, you know, it feels like it was just the, the other day where we talked about Lyman Sheets. Uh, passing away and now we've got barry osler a marco with marco specialties also recently died so there have been some losses lately and we can only hope that the rest of the year is a little less uh, tragic hopefully yeah but you never know all right on to other other news well before the news i noted emails so 
Tony, you might remember that on the last episode, we played a game. We did play the a game. game 2.0. I think we did much better than I thought we were going to mm. going in. I felt very I, happy with how well we how well we managed that game. Mm-hmm. I, I would agree with you. And I will also say that the listeners don't care. The only thing that stood stu- out to them, and this was anyone who gave me feedback, except for the email I'm about to read, and an email that we got from the person who created the game, who gave us a debrief on it. I haven't, I haven't replied to him, but he, he did a breakdown based off his listening of things to improve, things that could be done better. Yeah. You know, because he's, he's really into this game crafting sort of stuff. Um, but the m- number one feedback we got was, how could we forget about the T2 cannon? And here I am sitting there like, we got that one wa- right. Yeah. Now, that may have been because I insisted on staying with cannon because I couldn't think of anything else that Black uh, <laughs> that Black Rose had to do with ACDC. But regardless, the answer was right. So move on. <laughs> and in our defense, T2, that cannon is like a cannon for ants. It's a, like a baby sized cannon. Very easy to forget. Especially if you haven't played a lot of T2, and I haven't. Uh, the ma- You know what I remember? I know you'll know this. Oh, yeah. You know what I remember about T2? We were at a show, and someone walked away with a ball in the shooter lane, and the beeping. Yep. I will never own that game. We were, yeah, we were because the, of that. We, sound. we were at the, we were at a machine next to it, and all we heard the whole time was that, 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 yes. that, 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 that. And so we don't have fond memories of T2. Okay, we've purged as much of it as we can. Unfortunately, the sound still haunts it's us. It's there. It's in my dreams. So, but T three is awesome. I love T three. Yeah, yeah. No, shoot here and here. Perfect rendition. I'm getting better. I'm getting better. Okay. <laughs> so, we got an email, Tony, from Brett. Hi, Brett. Brett's email subject is: Shall we not play a game 2.0? Because if you didn't know, I named the episode "Shall We Play a Game 2.0." 2.0. So. Okay, so <clears throat> I'm going to read this email aloud. Uh, I'm going to read it a certain way, and I'll, that will become clear at the end. But, Dear Tony and Dennis, long-time listener, first-time emailing. I think I've listened to every one of your podcasts. I can honestly say that this was one of the hardest to get through. Harder than the one Tony did the show from in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I still, I still remember the person who wrote in. It must have been someone else because this is Brett's first email. Who's like, why is Tony recording from inside a bathroom? Because it, it was something. It was the echo. Echo. It was the echo with the snowball. Yeah, uh, we had that. That was the first time I put on the Windows 11 on this computer. Right. Yeah. And it, it was all bad. Yeah, so I remember. Bad. It was, so, but not bad enough for me not to publish it. Well, that's true. Because I, I have, was the one who I have bad, no class. Not you. Well, yes, but but they. They all know that I do the editing. So they're like, you let that through? I'm like, yes, I did. We were done. We were done. I didn't catch it till he was gone. This episode is done. It's done. We're done. All right. Continuing on. I come for the pinball and stay for the video games. But this time, I could not wait for the inevitable Activision Blizzard update. Obviously, I'm not... Obviously, I'm referring to the pinball game played in the last episode. I know this was a test for you. In my opinion, it failed. That being said, the game could work with some tweaks. One, 
Reduce the number of rounds to 10 or less. I typically like it when episodes run long, but this time, it was long. (laughs) Two, read the answers after each round, not wait until the very end. Oh, that's not a bad idea. I completely forgot everything by the time the answers came around. That's a good idea. Three, introduce lifelines, see a playfield, add a machine, phone a Zach, etc. Never use that one. Just some ideas if you plan to play this game again. Love the show, both pinball and video games. Keep up the good work. Brett, P.S. You can read this on the air, but only if you do generic cowboy accent. Nice. Okay. That was... So... Brett, I apologize for that well, don't really sorry. poor generic cowboy accent. That was okay. Accent. All right. That one was a little more gone with the windish. That was that was a little... Uh, <laughs> that, I that, that was I do Mr. Sinclair. Sinclair. Mr. Brett Sinclair. <laughs> look, I mean, look uh, it's saturday we're recording in the evening see, see, this is I, all I, very I, atypical I, I thought it had i thought this we were tying back i thought it was tying back to our huntsville discussion no from last no episode. i know I, it was I, all a trap it was all it was all a trap Jair i Cabal we were, here uh, yep. i was Colony. waiting for atlanta to burn no he was he was going back to the old roanoke pinball museum sponsorships because there was a generic cowboy. Generic cowboy. But now generic cowboy is a little more southern bell and a little less tin gallon hat. This is how it works. This is why I don't do the voices in the pinball machines. Mark Silk does. But, <laughs> all right. So, yes. Uh, and as I noted, there's been an intensive autopsy conducted by the creator of the game. But now he can hear these remarks. Uh, I do agree that the rounds ran really, really long. That being said, in our defense, because the emails instructed me not to open them till we were playing the game, I didn't know how many questions That's there true. Were. And that also feeds into number two about saying the answer after each round. In order for us to not see the answers ahead of time, we were sent the answers in a separate email. Right. So we'd have to try and manage, but, but then we'd see all the answers. Or see, that, that might be something interesting. That, that might go back to requiring just one of us to run the other or to bring in a third party. That's true. It's been a and long time since we've the had third a third idea. Party. You know, on that game, yeah, there's certain ways to work it. I, I don't ever really see Tony calling Zach ever, but yeah, some of the other no. ones maybe. I mean, no. what would Zach know anyway? Unless I was going to yeah. unless we were talking about an LCD I mean, yeah. game. What's he really going I, to know? I, I can think of a lot of people. I'm just, I'm just trying to imagine him like explaining the nuances of all those EM questions right. we had. Well, and the thing is, he, the answer is like, what do these all have in common? Toppers. And then, yeah, he goes, <laughs> he, he gets, he gets stuck for 45 minutes on, on, on the topper choice. Now, to be fair, we had to cut out a lot of dead air with us too. Yeah. So we, we got stuck more, more than the, more than the listeners would have us believe. Then the listeners uh, would have, we, have. No, I didn't say it right. Okay. But I'm not editing it because uh, we're this, doing it. This ain't the pinball show. This yeah. is a collective game. This first. is clean. <laughs> you get it. You get it as we say it. We you don't get play it. them you their games. Clunky. You get it. You know what? You get clunky. You get it as it is. That's right. You we drop what? it. This is a. We're honest, pure pinballers. Mm-hmm. We're not, just dropping it like it's hot. Yeah. Not everything's going to be like a Spider Man or a Star Trek. You know what? There's going to be some clunk. Some of these things. We're going to be like Twilight Zone. Yeah. Occasionally, every once in a while, we try to avoid it. But like when I recorded from the bathroom, occasionally you get an Oktoberfest. Mm. Yes. <laughs> you know, I actually had, this is not related to Eclectic Gamers at all, other than that I'm on this show as well. 
I um, was walking through how I tier themes on the last pinball show episode. And I was talking about a, an F tier, what I consider F tier, which would be a theme that could actually hurt your sales. And so I gave a hypothetical to Zach of Hitler, the pin. But I also said Oktoberfest would be another example. Yeah. And I had someone on Pinside take issue with me putting Oktoberfest as a D tier title because of the alcohol in it. And I was like, he brought some fair points, but I didn't put it as a D tier. I put it as an F tier. <laughs> He's like, you always throw Oktoberfest under the bus. And you know what? He's right. I do. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's what's very important to remember. Both of those pens are terrible. Mm. One of them is just the most terrible idea for a pen ever. And the other is a pen about Hitler. <laughs> now, you see, the thing was, he was where he was different than the usual argument was, he was totally okay with any stance I would have that the game was bad, the sound was bad, the art was bad, the rules was bad. He just wanted me to acknowledge that the theme wasn't. No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's a terrible theme. Oh, yeah. I mean, I obviously it's my opinion. So it's not, well, I mean, yeah, not changing, but, but he, had, I, I, I he saw, did raise some good it, points about wish lists and stuff and that it might actually be more popular than I gave it credit like, for. Like but, I said, but when it came that's out, just how it is. if I'm going to make a pinball theme that is themed around a drinking holiday, it has to be St. Patrick's yeah. Day or else you're dumb. And I, I think I actually posted that. I was like, I still, if you're doing a alcohol themed pen, St. Patrick's Day's got broader appeal. Yeah. In my, in my opinion. Unless you're from like the Northeast, maybe. Well, and his argument actually was like Midwest Oktoberfest. Must not be our Midwest because Oktoberfest no, is not big here. No, Even though we it, do have a, a we have, sizable German Mennonite population in Kansas. Yeah. But maybe no, the Mennonite side blocks the Oktoberfest could be. side. I, I sure. think it's pretty big up in like, up in like Minnesota. And Wisconsin, place. I'm sure. Like, oh, well, I'm uh, sure. North, Northern yeah. Midwest. But. I don't know. I had somebody argue with me that us in Kansas are not the Midwest. And people from Eastern Missouri. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oktoberfest is real big in Eastern Misery. <laughs> uh, this is going to be a long episode. Okay. <laughs> the people are like, what are they talking about? You guys don't understand. You don't understand. <laughs> okay. So let's move on to some news because that's not news. Here's some news. Jersey Jack Pinball. Toy Failed Story. Company. No. Okay. No. Oh, so they're announcing their pinball machine. We're finally getting a new Jersey Jack game. No. Oh. No. So they're no. a failed company. No. No. What, what is no. the timer since the last Jersey Jack release? A uh, year and a half? About, I think that's about right. Okay. I think so. I mean, it's not Roughly. the worst. I mean. We're getting there. Uh, by all reports, they are, they're in the final stages of the Guns N' Roses run. They have rejected play fields for sale for people that like want them for wall art and stuff up from their you know from good idea from the builds good idea and i was here in fact we talked about it on a rumor corner the rumor corner where you judged it as not a worthy enough rumor for rumor corner was is that, that the rumor corner where every rumor has already been proven false that was or was that the one before no it was the one before okay Last week's rumor, last episode's rumor quarter was the one that was proven all the way wrong, which for the listeners that don't want to go back and listen was that rumor corner was that Multimorphic was going to be revealing Beetlejuice as their pen and the next Stern Cornerstone would be out in April. Or no, I think the, our rumor was May. I was also hearing possibly April, but and both of those are now not true and we yes. will be talking about that. But um, 
Oh, well, Rumor Corner is, you know. Rumors. Yes, rumor. It's about being rumor-tained, and that's about it. I heard a rumor. Yeah, it's about what I heard. And so anyway, so Toy Story. No, we had been hearing, I've been hearing from multiple sources, not only was the reveal happening in March, that they have been stockpiling games, that while they're wrapping up the GNR run, I mean, they have more than one line at their facility, and they've been building Toy Story. And that the plan would be that they would have in the triple digits ready to give to people, well, to sell to people. I, all I've heard now is that it's not at TPF, but the way everyone's saying it is, it's also not going to be revealed before TPF. So March is just out. And, but I haven't heard why. Like, I haven't heard, even heard a rumor why. Like, did they not get as many built as they wanted? And so they're stalling on the sale you know, the announcement because they want to be able to ship immediately a sizable quantity. (laughs) You know, this rumor was out ever since the, that, that uh, disgruntled employee left and like leaked everything. Everything's been true. That's why everyone's so sure it's toy story. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, uh, so don't, don't expect to play it at TPF. The thing is toy story, as I recall, was originally being talked about as the release a couple months after, uh, Wonka? Yeah, I mean, yes. And Wonka was how many years ago now? Several. I mean, the logic was at the time when GNR was revealed, Toy Story seemed to be better fit in the sense that Toy Story 4 had come out not all that long ago. And now we are years after the last yes. Toy Story movie. That's why um, I wonder if but, we're not running into a licensing problem. I mean, it it could be. I I personally am going to guess that it's the production side. They thought they would have more games ready to go. And for whatever reason, like strategically, they really want to be able to put games in people's hands or on location or something as soon as they're ready to do the announcement. Which is smart. And I think that does make a lot of sense. In fact, I would give Jersey Jack out of all the companies. I think they have lately, when it's come to reveals been doing the best job of anyone i would agree i thought the gnr reveal was, it was. very well done i and thought I, I i didn't really have too many complaints about the walker reveal either no no i think so, they've been doing a very good job so on reveals. I, so based off of that i'm guessing it's reveal oriented is why they're waiting because they want their reveal to be perfect because they land i mean they they stick the landing on these reveals right but at this point where do you go without a tpf TPF would have been a perfect hit. Well, you know, most of the other companies aren't doing reveals at shows. And then, and that's so, my guess is so, they'll just avoid a show altogether. Yeah. I mean, if they don't, I mean, what else is, I don't know the date. So I'm going to just, I'm just going to throw out things and act like they're coming up. And I don't know, like free play Florida. Um, you know, surely they're not going to wait till expo. The tournament at Matt's burger hut. Yeah. Uh, Allentown there. That sounds like one that's real. Um, When's MGC? Is that what's going on now? No, the Louisville show is going down in early March. Yeah. They're not going to do it at Louisville. Um, no, I don't know. I don't know. It's weird. This is probably, I, there were probably people going to TPF specifically because they wanted to play this. And, and no, Jersey Jack didn't promise or say anything about it being there. It's just, it's been so long. It's been so long and so reported. And now I think a lot of people are going to be sad, sad pandas. But, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. It's, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I think they have the chance to still hit it out of the park. It, they have a chance to get a good launch. 
good word of mouth. This isn't like the Pirates debacle where they announced the game and they threw prototypes out there with mechs that were then deleted because they didn't bloody work. And well, uh, all reports are that Toy Story is Lawler and Jersey Jack's best games, Wonka and Dialed In, are Lawler games. Mm-hmm. And so, given that, I think there's a high degree of confidence that the game will be a good game because of who designed it. And assuming he's using the same rules team, his rules team is really popular. Like it's less multi-ball heavy and, right. and just more whatever Lawler likes. So if you're into Lawler, you'll, you'll be into it. Now, there's also the rumor. I'm not going to rumor corner this, but this has been a longstanding rumor that this is Pat Lawler's last game and that he's, if not retiring, retiring from game design. I've been hearing some stuff that maybe he's going to stay and, oversee the game team maybe a la george gomez who on occasion will pick up his drafting pen and come up with a layout but by and large he's just running the teams at right. stern not making games so so anyway, so there's that um next item here's one we haven't talked about in a long time home pen and spinal tap you might vaguely remember it. I know uh, we talked uh, about we, it we have point. talked about it then we ta- la- i think we last talked about it briefly on uh our uh year-end review yeah, I think you're right. I think we gave it less than five minutes. Um, it might not get more than that here. I don't think it needs but, more than that. Uh, according to uh, Nap Arcade, which Nap is like everywhere. He's I've, well, his website now, he's like the pinball news site at this stage. It's the one I turn to the most now. It's the most active one yeah. that I'm aware of. So anyway, I have a link in the show notes to this for those I want to read up, but. Uh, there was some information that came out about Homepin's This Is Spinal Tap game uh, from one of their distributors. So I, I haven't listed all the details here for us to go over, but supposedly, per the distributor, Spinal Tap is already in production. They're going to fill the pre-orders first, unsurprising in my view, and then it's going to be just a standard first-come, first-serve on sales, and it's anticipated that that will begin in May. Impressive. Okay. In terms of some game features, because we still haven't seen much other than like close-ups of the drop targets and a few few little things. We still haven't gotten a good sense of what the game looks like. Uh, here's an interesting thing. It's listed as this game is going to have a DMD display and also a 27-inch back glass LCD monitor. Interesting. Yeah, I don't know why. But I'm, okay. I'm not <laughs> but sure. Okay. Uh, the game will feature original Spinal Tap soundtracks. And it will also have video scenes from the original movie. So fans, I'm sure, will be ecstatic about that. Yes. So. I mean, it's not my cult hit thing. I have no interest, but mm-hmm. I can understand. Yeah, it's not really would. my, th- you know, every time I think of Pinball and Spinal Tap, I always think of the Flash Gordon retheme that yep. I think one of the Ozark folks has brought to TBF several times. And I've played that a few times. Um, there are more details than this. People can go and read the article. They like other things that were indicated. I thought this was the main stuff, though, the major stuff that most people would appreciate. So I wanted to share it here. So let's move to Stern. Now, I mentioned one of our Rumor Corner rumors was wrong last time, and that was about the next cornerstone. So, all right. Stern apparently has informed their distributor network that what would normally be the second cornerstone, which typically comes out in that kind of April-May period, what we noted we th- were hearing was coming out in May. Right. Not happening. Not going to happen. Not going to do it. Yeah, my understanding is this is not that the game's not ready. It is 
They are so horribly backlogged trying to make Godzilla's, Rush's, Mandalorian's, Deadpool's, and other games, not Led Zeppelin, but other games, (laughs) that they have dropped that in order to help catch up on the sheer backlog of orders that they have. Now, because of that, that sounds like, in my view, this is a smart move. And I, I expressed that when I was on the pinball show last week when this was discussed. However, I have also heard that distributors are only to expect about 10 to 15% more orders being filled out of their backlog because of that sacrifice, which bluntly is lower than I thought giving up a cornerstone would position. You would think. <laughs> would position that's a them. little, that's a little so, low. I mean, I know they have a lot of distributors, but. It's like, and I, I guess the backlog's just that deep. Yeah, I, I think it's a smart move. Oh, I, I mean, we've talked about we t- we've talked about it in multiple previous episodes that they needed to do something. We talked about them dropping a game so they could get caught up. Mm-hmm. I, I, I mean, this is something that it doesn't hurt them. I mean, there are people out there who are going to be like, oh, Stern's over, they're done. But yeah, I, I, I think this is the right choice by them. I haven't seen too many people go that extreme, though I do know there are some people, based off of the you know never-ending cycle of rumors in terms of what's in production at Stern, right? That I know, and this is like a you know a handful of people, but that because they so want to buy stuff. They may buy something else instead of holding the funds to get what they really want from Stern. So weird. Uh, yeah, I never have understood it, but I, I'm a terrible model. I mean, as expensive as buying a Godzilla premium was, I had not bought a new inbox game for over three years and I hadn't even bought a used game in over two and a half. Right. So it's like, I just don't move games much. So I'm not the, I'm not the right person to talk to about that. But anyway, so that's what we've now heard about Stern. I do, I, I do think that it's one of those things where I think this is the right move and hopefully it'll work out and they will get caught up on the backlog and all these people that are waiting for the games will get their games. But I still wonder if there's not something else coming. Right. And, and from what I've heard, they were very clear about cornerstones. So there has been a long running rumor. Uh, and I, again, I won't rumor corner it, but Back to the Future oh, has been has been rumored for at least at, since some point in 2021 being a boutique, a Kapow boutique. Okay, so that just, they could still man. do a Kapow boutique, be it Back to the Future or whatever else. Uh, they might do another home pin. Remember, they put out Jack Danger's first game was a Jurassic Park home pin version. They might have another home pin in the works that could come out this year. And of course, uh, vaults. WWE vault. I, I'm not quite <laughs> sure where to that point yet. <laughs> However, I'm pretty sure there's probably new in box WWE sitting in a warehouse somewhere. But, <laughs> but that being said, you know, um, especially I could, I could really see with the possibly due to the loss of Lyman sheets, maybe some demand for ACDC or Metallica again. Yeah. Yeah. Those have, had long, I mean, ACDC had so many vaults. It felt right. like, or, or what? But again, if there's the demand, there's there's the demand. Uh, they did only recently, I believe, in their final run of Iron Man Vault. So they might go ahead and and do something else in a DM. And I, maybe it's a vault that's not a DMD, but I still always think of Sam's as vaults. But right. we'll see. But anyway, so all that stuff still. My point is, 
I personally fully expect that they will have at least three games out this year. They just won't be three cornerstones. You know, there is a Lord of the Rings TV show coming. Perfect time to vault Lord of the Rings. And there are a lot of people that want it. In fact, I, I would say I would want it. The thing is, Lord of the Rings being a white star game, I still just don't see it. I, I, I get it's not impossible. Like, I'm not even going to say it's necessarily hard to do, but you have to ask yourself the, is it, they're not going to build new white star boards. So it's either move that onto a new system or nothing. Emulate it. <laughs> or nothing. No, or nothing. <laughs> Those are the options. They don't do anything else. So converting it to Spike, because I can't imagine they convert it to Sam. I, I just maybe though for the DMD. I just, I just don't see, unfortunately, because I yeah. really, that would be arguably their best vault seller if they were to vault anything. Now, the other one, which is more conceivable, would be Tron. Yes. Which is a Sam. And people have clamored for that for years. But I like again, Tron. But again, the thing is, their backlog's so big, should they really be doing a vault right now? I would say no. They shouldn't. They should be dedicating right all now. their lines to catching up on Spike 2 games. But I think they're coming to a point. I think a vault in the next couple of years would probably be a good idea for some of these games. Yeah, I, I, they're going to catch up eventually. It's just, as people go out more, you know, there's been a lot of people, there was the, I mean, you know, it was, a, it was, a, it was a mix of stuff. There was the, there was the pandemic monies that people got from the government that not everyone needed. There were a lot of people that just didn't travel and they put that money into their game rooms. Right. But those people are going to start traveling again. So they're, they'll be able to catch up is my point. And then, yes, I think not only will we see more vaults, we sh- we deserve to see more vaults. I think it's a good idea to vault, but but I just don't think this year's a good year for it. Yet, at least. All right. Uh, let's move uh, from Stern and our rumor corner being wrong to Multimorphic and our rumor corner being wrong. So last episode's Multimorphic rumor corner was, hey, the new licensed game, Beetlejuice. Oops. <laughs> I was... Arguably not remotely close. Arguably. I mean, argue. Yeah, no. No. No, not yeah. even. No. Well, Weird Al has a, a Hollywood Walk of Fame star, and so does Alec Baldwin and uh, and Michael Keaton. And that was a hint on the thing. You get it? That's so basically we weren't, the we, same. We, we, rumor yeah. Corner last time uh, was rough. Yeah, it was. Well, our sources are garbage. I, guess. I, mean, I don't know what else to say. It's their fault, not the, ours. That's, the, that's why it's rumors. Rumors aren't always true. Our sources were wrong. We did not. We, 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 we're not talking. We don't have like the high end sources. This is like Billy who wants you to slip him a pack of smoke sources. Okay. <laughs> so, um, because I feel like every other podcast has covered this because this announcement was like the day after we dropped our episode. It, oh, man. You, do you know how rough that – Yeah, well, It seems like that always falls that way. It, it it's sort of our, because of our weekend schedule. But um, So because of that, I don't want to spend a ton of time going over the specifics. But, but in case people are listening to us and not the other shows, I think we need to give a little bit of something. So, all right. Here are the details. Oh, and I do have a link in the show notes to – an article Pinball News has, which is like a a, a deeper examination of all of this if you want to see pictures and learn more. So, mm-hmm. FYI. But, so, the game will have 17 songs. 
There is a limited edition version, which is capped at 227 units. That comes with special cabinet art. It comes with a topper. It comes with a, a translate signed by Weird Al. And it also has a few other things as well. Um, the response to the game itself has been very good. Good. Uh, Multimorphic has reported that they sold out of their LE uh, add-on packages. Um, I don't know if any are left with distributors. When when Multimorphic announced they were sold out, I saw something saying that the some of the distributors at least still had them. But those at this point may be sold out as well. I, would assume, I, I, I think it's I hard to know so. unless you check with all of them. But, but anyway, FYI for those who might be after it. Um, the pricing. Uh, so the price of a P3 base system with no modules to play is $8,300. Weird Al as a module, which you need the base station to play is another $3,000. So if you want to play Weird Al without any LE stuff and you don't own a P3 platform already, it's $11,300. The LE package, which again is by and large moot for people at this point because they're sold out, but it was another $1,800 on top of it. So it's kind of been interesting as I've tried to follow all this because uh, especially between the announcement of the game and the sales, there were changes. Right. So one of the changes was, uh, and this was sort of interesting timing. And by interesting timing, I, I understand the flow of events quite clearly. <laughs> you, Tony, had a video on the gram. Yes. I put some videos on the gram uh, talking about this because of, well, like I said, it seems like everything drops immediately after we put out an episode. So it's two weeks before we talk about stuff. So I'm starting to use the gram for that uh, and to talk about some other just random things that pop into my head. I find it's a useful, mm-hmm. uh, been a useful uh, way for me to get thoughts out of my head that would otherwise go away before we actually get around to recording. Yeah. And I, I would describe it for folks uh, is if you've ever seen like uh, comedians and cars getting coffee, this is Tony in a car without coffee. That'd be yeah. my description. It's basically the same thing though. You get to listen to you get to listen to my car whine in the background and see me occasionally wave at people as I pass them. Yes, while, you're very while, 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 while I talk about stuff. Yes. So you had several videos, but one of them was actually you had seen the Multimorphic website. Yeah. And you had seen under their buy their buy page for Weird Al a picture of the platform with the LE art and everything. Yep. And it said P3 machine, $8,300. And I know your video video was critical <laughs> saying um, it's not $8,300 for what you see in the picture. You brought up, you know, some false advertising concerns. And I went when I was recording with Zach for the pinball show to the page and they had updated it. Yeah. To declare that the picture conveyed a machine that was $13,100. Addressing right. the concern you had discussed in the video. Yep, I'd had and, and and we and that had been uh, a comment put on the video the day after I'd made mm. it. Oh, okay. Uh, that 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 it had been updated, and, and that it had been uh, it was changed basically to like I said, it should be just to just to cover everything. Uh, so uh, that was good. I I, I was yeah, glad was. to see I, that. I was, I, I was really because... happy to see them res- to see it change that fast because. I was, I might have ranted a little. 
not I I did watch that video. It was not aggressive. Oh, that was Your first bad. version might have been because you noted at the start of that one you had re-uploaded it, and you. Well, I hadn't <laughs> even uploaded the first one. I had I I recorded it, and then after I got done recording it, while I was driving home, I hit the play to let it start playing, so I could make sure that the sound was okay. And all you could hear was the heater and see my mouth moving because I had the heater turned up too high. So it was just it was just my my lips moving and a loud heater noises. So I re-recorded it. So my, my first, uh, 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 vent of emotion was, had already been wasted by a vent in your, by, 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 by a vent. <laughs> and so it was the, uh, 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 so the second one wasn't nearly as bad. It was much more, um, going on a date with an unloaded gun as opposed to a loaded gun. Mm. Um, something about Mary style type of. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> So, yeah, no, uh, but no, I'm glad they changed it. Uh, that was a thing that I, I was a little surprised, I, but I never assume that manufacturers listen to podcasts quite, no, quite I, frankly. I, I know some, I know some people with them do, but, um, you and, know, and, and, and I don't think they listen to us. I think they, uh, or I know, I know for a fact that that information was given to them by hmm. a listener, uh, uh, that made the comment. I'll have to look it back up. But it was Nick. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, from the EM and well, he makes games for them. Yes, like third party. Yeah, games. yeah. Uh, and, and so, thank you for passing that information along, Nick, and and getting everything uh, worked on because you know, that's one of those things. I mean, I've talked about it in the past. Uh, the whole transparency when you get free stuff and transparency when somebody's paying you and and how that is my uh, one of my. Uh, uh, I I mentioned this to Zach on the TPS episode after I saw that, and I know you don't listen to that podcast, but I mentioned that I thought it, I was being fair uh, in saying that you that it triggers you when those things are not respected. I don't like use of that word, but the truth, but it's no, you're just like a it, it, shaky gif. It, it's true. I I I I I, I will I, I will admit those those are some of those things that really. Uh, Get my goat. So no, no goats. <laughs> well, there was another one, uh, not related to your video, but actually, when I was doing that episode of, of TPS, we were looking through and going through the website and discussing. And one of the things I had noted was, though Multimorphic had announced you could also buy the game and the LE kits through the distributors, I couldn't find the distributors on their website, and. They're not the only one. I couldn't find the distributors on Spooky's website either, but I could on Chicago Gaming, Jersey Jack, and Stern, which were the only other ones. Oh, and I think I checked American Pinball as well. So I found them on four, but I couldn't find them on Spooky or Multimorphic. After that episode was first uploaded, the next day I went and looked, and the distributors are also now listed on Multimorphic's page. So you can find them. Yeah, that's that's a great idea. And an easy way to find them. So, so... There have been changes since those, uh, since that video and that podcast have gone on the air. So FYI, this is something we can knew that we can report versus what everyone else who was ahead of us, uh, might have said if they discussed those items. I listened to so few pinball podcasts. Anymore. I, I, I listened to none anymore. Um, it was also indicated by Multimorphic that Weird Al will be available for play at Texas Pinball Festival, which I, I'm really. Ho- I want to, I'm a Weird Al fan and I'm really looking forward to trying it. Uh, I think 
a five flipper layout is a little weird, but yeah, why not? We'll give it a shot. We'll see how it goes. Uh, 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 but like I'd said in one of the other episodes or one of the other Instagram videos I recorded, I, I'm looking forward to trying. I did have a thought that mm. I shared with you and some others, but I've not shared anywhere else. Uh, when we're talking about the 17 songs on the game list is I had the thought that they missed the chance to have the longest mode in pinball. Oh yeah. They could have got, if they could have gotten Albuquerque, they could have had an 11 and a half minute mode. <sighs> Think how amazing that would be in tournament play. <laughs> yes. I'm just wondering. I'm just, People just trap up and listen to the whole thing, or what? I don't know. Have, I mean, it'd have to be it'd have to be like a wizard mode. I mean, it couldn't even be like a mini wizard mode. It'd have to be a wizard mode, and then it's just eleven and a half minutes of making shots. <laughs> well, I have played like um, when I had Daddy East Jurassic Park. The the final wizard mode was a timed mode, and then the flippers die after the time set. So I yep. guess. You could say, hey, you earned the wizard mode in Weird Al. Here's your 11 and a half minutes of infinite ball saved. Just there go you at go. It. Oh, wouldn't that be? Oh. Just go at it. Yeah. I, I, I could I, I could see people rage forfeiting in tournaments. Something like <laughs> well, that. I guess it depends how easy or hard it is to get to the <laughs> right. wizard mode. It comes down to Bowen and Colin and what yeah. they come up with. <laughs> when, you're, when you're sitting there and one of the guys you're playing against enters wizard mode on ball one, it's just like, you know what? I just, I just quit. I'm just, he can have it. I'm done. Mercy rule. <laughs> mercy rule. Sometimes I think we need one in have mercy, mercy my rule. Lord, my Lord, please have mercy. So, uh, and then the only other thing uh, is information from those who have already bought. They were getting their emails because their Multimorphic had a setup regarding uh, that they would tell you you pay a deposit and then you'd be given a time frame and then they have like six months within that time frame. Like they can't overshoot by more than six months. Otherwise, you're entitled to a, a refund okay. of the deposit. So Multimorphic has conveyed that their intention is everyone who orders will get the game within a year. Holy monkeys. And so far, all of the example dates that people have been willing to share that I've read have been within that year. But yes, some of them are like March of 2023. That's still impressive to me. It's right in line with, I mean, Spooky's done longer. Rick and Morty's went out. Right, right. What I mean by saying that's impressive to me is... Uh, it's impressive to me that it's set up, that it's looking like it'll all be that soon. Yeah, no, that's what I meant as well. Oh, that, yeah. that year, year long is not the longest we see in pinball. No, yeah. Spooky's announcement of, I remember with Rick and Morty, some people were 18 months. Right. Because they were the end of the run. And I mean, that's a long way. A year's long too, but I, I'm just saying that. They aren't like setting a new weight, right? Even right. for being on schedule, we've seen worse. Yeah, and that's the thing, and, that, and that's just what surprises me is because I mean, just mentally in my own head, knowing that there are people who ordered P3s back in like September and August and October last year who still don't have any. I was figuring twenty four months. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Uh, I mean, I know there's been discussion about. That Multimorphic is going to be ramping up production. I guess we'll, we'll see. Right. I, they, they must have to, to do. There's no way they could build a year at their current production rate. So they have to be upping it. Right. Um, but I haven't heard that that's actually operational yet. So that's the part that I'm curious about. We'll, we'll have to see. Obviously they've built in a safety net 
uh, a say, I should say a safety trigger for people. Like if it's 18 months past, or I shouldn't say 18 months. If it's six months past whenever you were supposed to get yours and you still don't have it, you can get out of it. Which would move it up to 18 months for the people getting March of next year. Right, right. So. Yes. Yes. But that's just a few. I mean, I, and I don't know the order of, uh, the, I know they're building like, it's not just like wait for all the P3 platforms and then they're doing all the modules separate. So everyone just who just needs a module would be stuck at the back of the liner and they're like, they're doing something more tandem ish. So but anyway, uh, so that's the information we have on that. All right. And last pinball item other than rumor corner is the deep root auction. So I have uh, another link in the show notes to Nap Arcade again. Uh, his coverage of this topic uh, also includes some photos from the Deep Root headquarters, if you're curious about it. So Mel Davis Auctions has said that they will be conducting an auction. It will be online only and is going to start on March 14th. Looking at the images that they have, it appears that most of the stuff up for auction is industrial equipment. Furniture, gym equipment, that sort of stuff. Not the sort of stuff I think a lot of people, pinball people were thinking like drawings, yeah. white woods, uh, you know, uh, sample rejected trans lights. It's not a lot of pinball collectible stuff. I think that there's like see. one lot of just random pinball stuff. Yeah. There was an interesting, it looked like like a luchador themed yeah. game, which I don't believe was ever mentioned in the, uh, in the, slide deck when the deep six went yeah, of all the upcoming I don't, titles I don't recall one. unless that was and supposed- it looked like there might be like a partial white wood of fire and brimstone or whatever yeah was. there was yeah there's one of the and then but most of it was just parts yeah it's just a lot of equipment that didn't look like it had been used or even hooked up properly maybe yeah maybe lots of plenty of uh stadium seating from the now, deep root auditorium now what was interesting what was interesting when i would look through the lots is there were several lots of that had toolboxes like like your normal like 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 craftsman toolbox, uh, your stand up one. But it looked like it those toolboxes were full of a combination of tools, and a lot of them, a lot of the pictures looked like they had like little Rubbermaid tubs, like they had parts or something in them. I don't know, but uh, yeah, it is not what I think a lot of pinball yeah. people were hoping to see <laughs> out of such a thing. Um, the pin side thread about Deep Root has been a buzz lately, because separate from the auction, though that got shared there was. They had one of the um, attorney uh, court virtual sessions and like 80 some people dialed in to listen to it. <laughs> and someone, more than one person actually, including Blueberry Johnson, who is like the top source of sleuthing up information on on Deep Root. He's like taking that mantle on. <laughs> he uh, he, and then others because he had to work because <laughs> it went so long. Uh, we're like doing running commentary of this hearing, I don't remember if it was like a deposition or, or what was going on exactly. Robert Mueller pleaded the fifth. Someone said he quit counting after 150. Wow. I mean, it was like, who is this person? The fifth. What do these initials mean? The fifth. Like, what are your initials? The, uh, uh, RJM. Like, it was, it was a lot of the fifth, I guess, according to the, the <laughs> running, I didn't listen in, but according to the running commentary, it was bad. It, I mean, it was just like, uh, <laughs> that was, I mean, I don't know what, I, I'm trying to think of any other highlights. The only other thing I really remember was apparently, um, he 
he tried to, as this was going on, he tried to say that he needed to do something. I th- think he has a little kid and he was like, he needed to do something with the baby. There was like a childcare issue and the, and the judge was like, I don't care. We've got a lot of people on. We're going to keep going. And then his lawyers are like, we need to take a break for a childcare issue. And I guess the judge said denied. <laughs> so, so anyway, I don't know, but I feel kind uh, of bad. For the child. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I got poor child. First words are going to be fifth. <laughs> I plead the fifth. Oh, if I my turning, I plead the fifth. Mama, fifth. <laughs> okay. So, uh, finally, rumor corner. Dun, dun, dun. Dun. Yeah. So many rumors have fallen. Maybe this rumor will fall. Maybe not. We don't know yet. But, okay, Stern Pinball. We discussed the dropping of the second cornerstone. Correct. What I have been hearing through Hopefully the rumors. from different sources. Because those last sources. Yes, these are new sources. They're going to be executed. These, they're those, bad sources. Those are the bad sources. They're gone. They're gone. They don't, we're cutting them off. They don't get any more smokes. We're going to have to find somebody else yeah. to give smokes to. But thankfully, there are always plenty of people willing to trade a rumor for what they need to get their fix on. So- Okay. The rumor had been that Cornerstone number two, and for those that don't know, even though it was announced in December, Rush is considered Cornerstone one of 2022. Cornerstone two purportedly was Venom. Venom. Yes. The Sony films hit Venom. (laughs) Yes. That's why Venom hits. Okay. So, but what the rumor is indicating is that with the canceling of the second Cornerstone, the third cornerstone is not becoming Venom. Venom will now be delayed. Not, I mean, not delayed to be cornerstone number three. Venom will be delayed into 2023. Cornerstone, cornerstone three one. supposedly is James Bond, and it will remain James Bond. Okay. That's the current. Who knows? Purportedly, I'm- they're both done. So they can do whatever right. they want. So this rumor could be like quicksand. But... You know, I only ask one thing. Are you not rumor-tamed? I'd be, I'd be okay with a James Bond machine. Cause I, just, I, can't, I, I can't bring myself... I, I, I know I, people in like I know people in pinball who are super excited about James Bond. Granted, is it like all James Bond? I, I, do would, not, I do not have a rumor on what that what it is. I mean, I mean, because I, I don't know if it's Daniel Craig. I don't know if it's just Genera Bond. Because everybody's got their favorite Bond. But I mean, we've got what, like Showa era Godzilla came out. It could be Connery Bond. Oh, I, would I be wouldn't good. put it past him to it, be willing yeah. to take something that historic and say, you know, this will sell. Yeah, of course it would. Especially if Elwin's on Bond. And there were some rumors that Elwin was on <sighs> Bond. But I also hear rumors that Gomez is on Venom. And it coming off of Deadpool as his last game. Well, maybe was Beatles after that? It doesn't matter. Beatles not got no ramps. Um, a lot of people love Deadpool and are, and Gomez Deadpool's has a fun. ton of fans and wish he was still a full time designer. I understand. So, so there are those because because Borg just finished Rush. Um, but we've also got Eddie and we've got Jack Danger, and my guess is Jack doesn't have a game this year. 
because I wouldn't think so. Well, he was kind of contracted for Jurassic Park, the pin, and it's like, okay, well, he's new. Right. That'd right? be I mean, fair. I would think that would be a pretty fast turn. Yeah. Yeah. It, so I just think they'll give him, I mean, Eddie got time after he was brought in. Right. So that's my guess, but I don't know. I'm not, I don't feel confident on any of those designer thing. Like I'm not counting those as rumor corners. Those are guesses. Those yeah. are my guesses. Those are wags right there. I've heard a few, but I think it's just people speculating. It's not real rumors. So, but I, I like the idea of a James Bond pen, a pen, a new one. I, I like it much more than the idea of a new Back to the Future. And I love Back to the Future, but I like the idea of a James Bond pen. I do not like the idea of a Back to the Future pen. I mean, I, it won't like hurt well, my feelings. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I, I just like, it yeah, had its I'm not pen. A, I'm not a fan it, of it. It's but such a dead license. I just don't care. Yeah. It's, it's the nostalgia hit thing. And I guess, but just, you know, even, I never loved it even as a child. I never loved back to, I watched it a number did. of times. I know a lot of people did. Zach, many who I, you know, podcast with on the pinball show, he loves back to the future. So I get it. I know some people are really, really excited, but James Bond spans far more generations than back to the future does. It does. Very much so. You know, I think other than Disney and Stern are tight as all get out. Venom does not make sense to me. Is it going to be comic Venom? I don't see. I don't know. Those movies review the second one reviewed really well, but the movies are Sony's, not Disney's. Which is so I I don't know. That's hmm. I don't know. I really don't know on that. But I think Bond would be a good one. I I mean personally, I'd be more excited about Bond than Venom or Back to the Future. And those are the only. Ones I've been hearing lately, like themes that they've got that they're working on. Of course, I assume anything that Disney's got, Stern could probably have. Now, to be fair, Stern isn't like Disney doesn't just work with Stern. True. Obviously, they've worked with Pirates of the Caribbean with Jersey Jack, was Disney. Um, so, you know, I mean, Toy Story's Pixar, which is Disney. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's understood that Disney will play with at least. JJP as well. I don't know if they'll play with anyone else. Especially if you come in with enough money, they will. But it'll be interesting. All right. We'll so see what the rumors how the rumors hold up. We will. This one shouldn't fall quite so fast. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Yeah. We should have a few months <laughs> thanks to the uh cancellation of the normal second cornerstone release. But video games, Tony. Video games. Um not a whole lot. It looks like a lot in the notes, but most of it's it looks re- huge. Most of it's really fast stuff. Uh, I think the big thing in video games right now is Elden Ring. Elden Ring. Everybody Elden seems. Everyone I've spoken with who's played Elden Ring enjoys it, but it runs up against the problem. It's a Souls game. Have you ever played a Souls game? I've played one. The first and I one played or Sicario, Sicario, which is also Souls. Uh, I you know. I still, I feel so weak, I guess is the word. Cause I got se- the Sekiro Shadows Die Twice and I thought I'll give it a chance because I, well, I won Dark Souls. I played Dark Souls about two and a half times to get all the achievements in it. I didn't have the DLC. Yeah. Um, and that, and Dark Souls, as someone told me, it was better as of New Game Plus. Of course, you're so much more leveled than the early characters that it's no longer the chore. That it was is why I think it gets better. But, um, you know, I heard Sekiro is different, but I could not mentally like the in Dark Souls. I dodged everything. Yeah. When it became, oh, you have to parry to beat bosses. I just never got anywhere. And I probably gave up before I like 
But I just tell myself I'm just too old to have the reflexes. Yeah. I, it's probably just, not true. They're people, not. People probably play it on Guitar Hero controllers. Oh, and I'm stuff, sure but. there are. I, I'm pretty, I'm actually positive I've seen video of a guy playing it with one of those ring controllers already. Mm. So, yeah. There's just crazy people okay. out there. Uh, uh, but it's going, it's reviewing well. Um, it is the biggest video game launch in the United Kingdom since Red Dead 2 came out. Yeah, I read that. It, 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 it blew, uh, Horizon, uh, yeah, New I, West out of the yeah, water. Yeah, I think, was it in, uh, maybe, I don't know if it was in the US or not. I thought it was a better than Red Dead 2, better than anything since Red Dead 2, with the exception of like FIFA's and Call of Duties. Well, it was a be, qualifier. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. It was just, it was huge. Uh, there have been, uh, a fairly large number of issues on the PC port that I've been seeing. A lot of people are having stuttering issues with mm. it. Um, I probably not going to play it. It's probably one of those games that because I've heard so many good things about the story, I might, I know several streamers that I follow are playing it. So I might just watch their plays. Well, is the uh, story told in this one? Because like in Dark Souls, yeah, there was a story, but it was all in item descriptions. Like you just yeah. had to sit there and read it. Yeah, and I don't, I, I don't know. I know there's the whole, there's this whole story that was written by George R. R. Martin, which means it's probably not complete, uh, and it will never be because he gets writer's block and he doesn't know how to finish his own stuff. Mm. Uh, but we'll see. It's interesting. I did find it funny when I was looking at when I was reading reviews on Steam. Uh, on Steam, you, there's user generated tags. So two of the highest rated generate user generated tags on this game on Steam is Souls like, obviously. Right. And the other one was relaxing. <laughs> oh, that's gotta be a troll tag. No. It's gotta be a troll no. tag. No. Yeah. <laughs> that's something zen about losing to the boss over and over. Uh, uh, also, the big thing is a new Street Fighter is coming. Dun, 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 dun. What we know is it's still that giant, over-muscled, weird so, uh, Street Fighter art that they've been going with lately, and they'll, they'll let it. We'll know, find out more this summer. Uh, not at E three, obviously, because there is no E three. What about Evo? Maybe at Evo. May I can you know that would they be a good Capcom place for Championship Series probably that'd still be, there. Some, yeah, that'd be a good place for them to release more information at it. But we'll see. Um, otherwise, that's a. I said that's all we really know. There's a short trailer, but it's nothing. Uh, uh, just a couple interesting quick tidbits on everybody's favorite. <gasps> well, this is the thing people are like. I long for the segment versus the game. Yes, the Activision Blizzard. Activision Blizzard has, is now being sued by two shareholders, mm. uh, claiming that the buyout by Microsoft is unfair and not in the best interest of Activision Blizzard or of the shareholders. They are claiming that it is mm. being done by Bobby and the board specifically for their own uh, gain, and it is a net negative for the company. Okay. I'll be honest. Honestly, I think they're going to get thrown out. Mm. I don't think these go anywhere. I think they get thrown out. Okay. But it'll be interesting to see. Uh, they also have been getting tagged because they don't have enough females on the board. Uh, they're supposed to have three. 
because they're a California company and the law in California for a board of over of six or more is to have three females. Uh, they don't have three, but they're claiming they can't find one because since the buyout and the board's going to go away when, as soon as the buyout's completed, that they can't get anybody to fill the thing, which is interesting. And now we're going to touch on something that we normally avoid, like the third rail. <gasps> uh oh, religion, politics. Oh no, just a little bit. Do uh, it. I, I, I am I, the I, I don't think I need to explain. <laughs> <laughs> to anybody what is going on in Ru- between Russia and the Ukraine. And there has been an extremely large amount of sanctions put on Russia uh, by the world. And a lot of video game companies are getting in on it. Um, Nintendo has temporarily put their eShop into maintenance mode uh, because... The ruble's so valueless, they can't figure out enough. They don't, have enough. they don't have enough fields to let people buy something. Basically, <laughs> uh, that and I mean, their their service provider the, uh, for the eShop in Russia does not accept rubles as payment anymore. Mm. So they just shut the eShop down. Um, EA has pulled all games and virtual currency bundles from sale in Russia and Belarus. Uh, Activision Blizzard has pulled all sales out of Russia. Uh, I mean, Blizzard hasn't put anything out in five years, so it's not like anybody was buying anything anyway. But, uh, Microsoft has suspended all new sales of products and services. Mm. Um, PlayStation, uh, did a soft, uh, 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 what do you want to call it? A soft stop of Gran Turismo 7. That's very specific. Yeah. It, it's, the Russian release of Gran Turismo 7 went from having the date of like this week to no date. It to, mm. to be determined. So nothing else has been stopped off PlayStation. Those straight theirs, but I saw that. Um CD Project Red, obviously Polish-based company. They've halted all game sales, digital and physical. Um EA uh removed Russia from FIFA 22. Like, just pulled the whole Russian team out of FIFA. Uh, Did you see what the FIFA, real FIFA organization was trying to do? Yes. <laughs> FIFA can't do anything right no, now. No, they can't. <laughs> they, uh, so, I've never seen such a poorly run sports thing as FIFA. Well, and MLB the IOC <laughs> is okay. right up there. Well... <laughs> that that's amateurs competing <laughs> compared to FIFA, FIFA. though. Yeah. Holy cow! <laughs> okay. Anyway, anyway, FIFA's like what the new World Cup stadium was built. It looks beautiful. You know, like twelve thousand people died making it. It's a beautiful stadium. <laughs> you know, they used literal slave labor. Here's the video of it. That stadium is beautiful. I mean, yeah, it's FIFA. Ugh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Valve has reportedly suspended all payment methods in Russia except for the Steam Wallet and PayPal and PayPal has now suspended all payments in Russia mm. so unless you have something built up in your Steam Wallet and you're in Russia um, you, you're not going to be buying anything from Steam uh, and in a thing that I actually spoke about in one of the Instagram videos I made yeah, uh, I saw uh, that one the uh, Wargaming uh, is a Belarus-based company. Uh, or they were started in Belarus. Now they're based in Cyprus for, you know, reasons. But, uh, most of their, most of their people are in Belarus and Kiev in Ukraine, actually. Most of their designers. 
Uh, their creative director, uh, Sergei Berkatovsky, I don't, he was known as Sir B and he was a massive troll, but he's been their creative director for as long as I've followed wargaming. And that includes when I first started playing World of Tanks when it was in beta. Mm. Um, he's been there and, and he's been one of their big high up things. Uh, he, Posted on social media, very positive pro supporting stuff for Russia and, um, pulled it down pretty quick and no longer works for wargaming. Uh, when they were, uh, asked about it, they said that he has been let go and is no longer at the company. Well, so, wrong. uh, we'll see how all of that works out. And then I think the last thing we're going to talk about today, we're going to do something we haven't done in a long time. <gasps> We're going to bring a guest in. <gasps> guest voices. Eldest. Come, Eldest. Summon the Eldest. I'm summoning the Eldest. The Elden Ring. I mean, Eldest Ring. <laughs> the Eldest Ring. The eldest Ring. Pokemon. Pika. Has announced a new game. <gasps> and they are going to... It's it's called Scarlet and Violet because Pokemon has their... Colors. Color, weird And, and sometimes thing, gems. Item. Rubies and diamonds. Yes. It's coming out in 22. And here's that's this year. That's this year. The Arceus just came out. Yes. And now they've got the. And Why are there they, so many Pokemon games now? Because they sell like a bajillion Pika, Pika. of them. Squirtle. But since I haven't played a Pokemon game since, um, Sun and the Moon. Paris one was that Sun and Moon. Carlos, X and Y. X and Y. I haven't played a Pokemon game since X and Y. I thought I'd bring the eldest daughter, who's here with us while we're recording. To tell us what she has seen and loves about the new Pokemon game. So, Eldest, talk into here and tell them what you love about Pokemon. Everything. Every. That's everything. You love everything. So, was this show, did they show footage? I haven't seen the Nintendo Direct, so was there, did they show footage from the new games coming up, or? Uh, Yeah, they showed a little bit of it. Not too much to spoil everything. Little yeah, they don't. Yeah. So, what's the di- what's the difference between the two colors? Um, one is a red and one is a purple. <laughs> okay, I, <laughs> I I don't think we know which Pokemon. Oh, yeah. I, I, I that won't be uh, known until until like right at release. Okay. Yeah, we only really know the starters currently. What are the starters? I found an official art on um. Is Squirtle a starter? Yes. Yeah. Squirtle's no. not a starter. They, they Squirtle. Have, oh no. They they have they have name the starters and describe them for our listeners. Okay, um, the grass one, from what I can find, its official name is Springagatio. Springagatio? Yes. That'll be made by the time it comes to the U.S. That'll that'll be renamed to to like Spaghettios. Spaghettios. It's the grass type. And 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 what's it look like? Um, it looks like a. It's light, um, a light mossy-ish green, um, cat-looking thing. Skitty. Green skitty. Mm. That's what it is. <laughs> okay. It's, it, it looks like the other, the cat one that was the fire one. Which oh. one was that one? Lidden. Lidden. So, which means it's gonna be, it's gonna be, it's gonna be grass fighting. Because that's what they do to all cats. At least it's not firefighting. That's at least it's not firefighting. Um, <laughs> the, the water one's name is Quaxley? Yes. Quaxley. It it's Wario. 
Warrior. It's, it's Duck Wario. It's it's it, quack. It's got a hat that looks like a Wario hat with a quack. Big w hat. Quack. <laughs> it's actually very beautiful. After I'm rewatching the trailer, like trailer, like a hundred times. So um, yeah. Um, I, I kind of want all the starters. If I get that one, I'm going to name it Donald Duck. <laughs> I can't do Donald Duck. And the. And the best one for last, um, Fui Coco. What type is the Fui Coco? Water type? That's Fui Coco, yeah. It's a fire type. Fire type. It looks like an apple. It looks like an apple a slash fire crocodile. Apple. Yeah. Uh-huh. It looks like, like a crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would name one if I had one. Now. I would name it Crapple. <laughs> oh. I want to name it. When I get it, I'm going to choose... Um, Firestar, I'm going to name Apple Fritter. Apple Fritter, that, that's a good one too. Let's so, just hope it's not firefighting. Hopefully. I think we've had enough firefighting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so this you, comes out this year. This year, they say fourth quarter. Okay. So it's probably, which means Christmas. They, they always come out, they always drop in November typically. Okay. So my guess would be it'll be a November drop. Mm. So thank you very much, Eldest. For describing the new Pokemons. I'm, I'm telling you, man, I almost want to get the game down just to name a Crapple. I just, oh, <sighs> Crapple. But you don't have a Switch anymore. No, I don't have a Switch anymore. My Switch has been claimed by my better half. Mm. So Those things happen. That happens. Yep. It's okay. That's what we've got. Thank That's you, it. Eldest. Thank you, Dennis. I'm not your Eldest, but I am your Elder. You are my Elder. I'm, I'm like, old. Six months. Uh, it's been eighty-four years. Eighty-four years. Leo, don't let me go. Water's so cold. Oh, I guess you let him go. Oh, I don't know man. why I shifted it. Oh, weird oh, well. today. Leo, know. that's so weird. I don't know. When's How did our... you go from old man Mister Hanky uh, to, to, to Rose? It's to, to Rose. Let's go. Don't, don't have... let me go. It's cold. That's a huge, huge. That's a huge door, Rose. You know, there's probably room up there for me, Rose. No, I stay away. I don't have a good Rose accent. <laughs> You sure smell like medicine, though. You smell like coffee. I like to rub the Vicks all over. The Vicks Vapor Bab. You smell like a crapple with Vicks Vapor Rub on it. I don't want you to fire fight. Oh. Pika Pika. Isn't that? That's what the kids say. All right. We'll be back in a couple of weeks. Uh, but if, in the meantime, people can reach out to us. You can email eclectagamerspodcast at gmail.com or you can go to facebook.com slash eclectagamerspodcast and shoot us a message. We're at Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. Getting more active on Instagram because I'm attempting to do this social media thing that mm-hmm. I'm so terrible at. That's what at the kids are doing. As eclectic underscore gamers. And until next time, my name is Dennis. I'm Tony. Goodbye, everybody. See ya. <laughs> <laughs>